Welcome back to Qualified Nonsense. Ah, fall is upon us. The colors of autumn are appearing in the trees. The smell of pumpkin pies waft through the air. Yes, holidays are coming and celebrations have started. And what are you doing? Sitting there listening to us. And damn it, we appreciate it. You know what else we appreciate? You checking out patreon.com slash qualified nonsense and becoming a patron for just $5 a month. You can catch some behind the scenes nonsense. But listen, what we'd appreciate most of all is for you and your family to have a nice, safe holiday season. Send us your shenanigans or your questions and stay nice and cozy. We'll keep churning these things out. Deal? Okay, grab a hot butter drum, slip on those Uggs, or I guess slip off those Uggs, and pop that potpourri. This is Qualified Nonsense. I'm Jake. I'm Brandon. And I'm Matt. Oh, shit. And this is Qualified Nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, uh, it also says that when they click on it, so they, they should yeah. figure it out. Either way, yeah, way or yeah, yeah. I don't have to. I don't have to keep saying this. <laughs> oh yeah, and welcome, welcome to your family. As Jake's like, oh shit, get your family ready. <laughs> all right. Well, welcome to another episode. Um, how have y'all been? Good. Fine. <laughs> no, good. Mediocre at best. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I was saying all that stuff about the holidays are coming, and it, it does feel that way, except for this weekend in North Carolina. It's in the mid-80s, so like... God damn, I hell yeah. Not, not really. In fact, our, our we, we carved some pumpkins a little bit early. and uh, Now they're rotten already? They are just <laughs> black. <laughs> they, they, I had to throw them out. The, the entire inside was just black, and they looked scary, Gross. but they were also like melting. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> we had to we had to do it again. It's like a sunken face. No. Did you wait? Did you roast the pumpkin seeds? Because I actually roasted our pumpkin seeds today, and I was like, I forgot how much I enjoyed that. Yeah, we uh, we did, and actually, Anna had Anna threw together a, uh, a a salty batch and a sweet batch, and I had never done a sweet batch before. So. Oh, interesting. Yeah, what like, you put like on it? Cinnamon and sugar. Sweet. Oh, or cinnamon and I think brown sugar, and tossed it. And... Hmm. Yeah, it, it turned out pretty good. They're kind of they're, they're kind of candied. Um, because I think you roast them about the same. Um, but yeah, it was good. It was fun. Good, clean, fun. What about you guys? I went to uh went to go see Eddie Izzard on Friday, which was fun. Um, his uh, nice. He's sixty one now. Um, and running, he's actually running for parliament. Uh, which is interesting. I saw that. Yeah. Um, but it uh. It it was nice to go see some. Actually, the, this is the second live event I went to in a row that was a comedy show, and it reminded me of a <clears throat> of a joke that I heard not too long ago. That uh, do you guys mind if I tell it? Please, uh, okay. absolutely, I do. Uh, okay. uh, moving on, my week was. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. All right. Well, get, get gather the family around because this one's oh, for the sure. family. So right. I, I buy that. Guy guy goes into uh to the doctor and come to find out he has one of the world's largest penises. And oh. doctor says, Well, okay, what what can I help you with? And he goes, he's like, Okay, 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 okay. Calm down. We're gonna run some panels, we'll figure out what's going on. I think there's some other stuff going on here. So they run the blood panels and doctor comes back to him and says, Hey, you know what? All the all the blood that should be going to your head. Is going down to your to your massive penis. 
So what we're going to have to do is take out part of your penis and should be good to go. He's like, so a month later, the guy comes back for a check-in and he goes, hey, doc, you know, I got rid of my stutter. That's awesome. But I can't get laid. I can't get girls. I can't get dates. I can't like it is, you, you, ha- you have to put you have to put this back. My life sucks. And the doctor says, go, 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 f- fuck, fuck yourself. Brandon, how was your week? Good one. Um, It was it was nice. Uh. My wife and I just got back from Arizona for a week. We just went for fun and met up with uh, some friends of hers, Amber and Craig from Iowa, um, and uh, for part of the week. And then we went to we uh, stayed part of the week in Scottsdale with them. And then they left, and we went. Uh, my wife and I went to Tucson. So um, I'd never been to Tucson, so. That that was really nice. I really liked it down there. Um, we, uh, we were going on this um canyon tour thing, and um, this retired couple, while we were waiting, they just like latched on to us and were just talking to us the whole time. And they they lived down there, and uh, and they were on the tour. They said it's, a, yeah, yeah, because oh, um, they said they hadn't done it in a number of years, and uh, oh, cool. Just wanted something to do for the day, and um, uh, they were saying that it's actually, on average, six degrees cooler in Tucson than in the Phoenix area because it's a higher elevation. Oh, uh, even though it's like two hours south of Phoenix, and they said they get snow and ice sometimes, but interesting. I don't know. I thought that was kind of interesting, but. Um, I mean, I that is I, it's... that is the age we're at. We get uh, <laughs> old retired couples to latch onto us on guided tours <laughs> through a canyon, right? But then they talk about the like the the common weather weather patterns, and we're not yeah. totally uninterested. We're just like, oh, oh, well, well that, that is, is something pretty interesting. <laughs> every single person talks to you about there, like yeah, anybody you run it well, like because that's that's like, oh we're having really, like it's nice really weather today for, huh right? oh how's the weather oh where are you from oh wow it must be different weather like oh like i, I mean I, I know it's like a common easy to talk to thing you know to talk yeah. about thing but i mean like, when literally... my dad when my dad and i talk we 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 talk about what the weather's doing and <laughs> That's among the things that we talk about. Jake, you would have lucked out with this couple. They were talking about the migratory patterns of uh, some of the ducks. That... <laughs> uh, did you well, see my eyes? Like, I just got interested. Like... I was like, really? <laughs> well, no, they, they were like, oh, yeah, we rent a house in the winter up in the mountains. So it's snowy and it feels more wintry. And then uh, like <laughs> all that, you know, like That's what, what they I do. The do. guy was like. The guy was like, oh, it was like 80 degrees on Super Bowl. I had my shorts on and I took a selfie with my to send to my friends in Indiana. And like, <laughs> it's like, here, let me let me find it for you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I mean, they, I they, they're that. very nice. They're they're very friendly. Um, but uh, uh, she she is a retired school teacher. He is a retired uh, iron worker. And uh, <laughs> I actually nice. didn't get their names, but they were really nice. And they they sat with us on the tram ride thing. They'll, nice. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna probably some... say Cheryl and Dave. 
Cheryl and Dave. <laughs> I actually remember now they're Cheryl and mm. Dave, yeah. But yeah, I, I um I, I like Arizona's nice to visit, but I, I don't think I would ever want to live there. We've talked it's... about this before, but where would you guys wanna if you guys wanted to move somewhere, where would you want to move? Out of like, like it... now at this point in my life? Yeah. I think it's always kind of changing. Like a younger me was like, Oh, let's go to Hawaii and just be sure. a bartender or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and now the older me is uh let's move to, you know, Ketchikan, Alaska and not see another fucking soul. Oh, <laughs> that's so interesting because you're so social. Yeah. I, I can be social with my community. And I think that's oh, kind of where so it's like got it. Yeah. I would have you know the locals at my dive bar that was like, oh, I wonder how Gary's doing today. Well, I'll go down yeah. and have a drink. Yeah, sure. So you wouldn't like living in like New York and no being around a ton of people all the time. Nope. Nope. Yeah, I'm surprised, honestly, surprised. Jake, you did that for as long as you did because yeah. you're the one that you're the one of us that have, have you, you came from like rural Sandy of yeah. 75 plus acres. Yeah. And he's like, well, where are you living? Oh, Manhattan. Yeah, or Astoria, Queens. Yeah, no, it was a lot. It was a big difference. I mean, and I, you know, I, I think that's a part of it, right? Because like, <clears throat> what I know and what I, what I'm comfortable with is like acreage, like, and I'm, you know, I, I, I reflect on that fondly. Um, well, and I think are a lot more adaptable, I think, than we like to think we are. Yeah. So yeah. What about you, Brandon? I see, where would you? I guess I see pros and cons to both. Um, I would maybe move to like the Great Lakes region somewhere, but I don't yeah. know. Um, yeah, I I don't know. Like, uh, well, one, I I don't think like the American Southwest is going to be very habitable for that much longer. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh. Um. So I would probably want to be somewhere closer to where there is fresh water. Yeah. May as well just stay put. That's pretty smart. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah. I I, I can't uh, convince Anna to uh, go super rural. um, But I think at this point in my life, I wouldn't mind. um, Like. Off the grid. Not maybe not off the grid living, but like well well off the beaten path i'd be into that or i've seen um uh like people retiring in mexico or portugal or spain and like that seems really attractive to me like just going to a different country altogether and yeah uh, yeah i, I mean can, i agree with you that. Know, your, that your money goes a little <clears throat> bit further and so my, you my just boss, get your you get your retirement up here, and then you retire in Thailand, and you retire like King Brandon down there. Yeah, <laughs> the boss of my last job uh, is a good friend of mine, and she's she's really cool. But her boyfriend was in piloting school, and they were both living in Astoria. And he's Greek, so he's got dual citizenship. And um, and the as a pilot, as a as a student pilot you know, you have to like log hours and, and whatnot. And because of how busy New York, the New York area is, and because of the weather patterns, you can only fly, you know, a, a relatively small amount of the year. So to, to log hours is really kind of challenging. 
And so they, they ended up deciding to move to Greece. And just a couple of days ago, they, they like finished, like they moved to Greece and she does not speak Greek. She, she's been learning Greek, but she does not speak Greek. And I was like, I was like, that sounds so like wild and scary. And, and she's a badass, So like, she'll be fine. But, um, but I was, I was kind of, I found myself kind of jealous. I was like, oh man, you get to like start, kind of like start all over and like really become immersed in, in a place and a language that is totally foreign to her. Um, and even if you have like the basics, like it's still like a, like moving countries and moving to a country that, you know, like in Greece, like, like there are people that speak English, but like for the most part, Greek is the language, which is, yeah, I think that would be so wild. Well, and it's so beautiful there, like living somewhere where it's like paradise or like Croatia or, you know, somewhere similar to that would be, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So, and she's anyway, so I'm excited to hear about her journeys because, um, I think that'll be wild. Oh, but, but, oh, what I was going to say about the pilot is that like, they've got, because of their beautiful weather all the time, they, they can fly like, you know, like 360 days of the year. (laughs) And so he'll be able to log hours much easier there and for cheaper. So he could grow olives, grow olives. Right. Exactly. I think that's one thing that would be like a huge shock is, I mean, especially if, if we were to move right now, obviously with small kids, cultural shock and this, that, and the other, but uh, especially like Greek specific, I mean, their diet, like even going down there is so drastically different than ours. like for the better, but at the same time, it's it's different though. It'd it'd be be challenging. So, so not only would you be undergoing a a huge sort of emotional change because like changes are tough especially for kids but like changes for adults too like they're tough so like when you go when you undergo a big change you know even like a job change can like really throw your life for a loop but like location change job change language change diet change that would that that would fuck you right up i think i think yeah language would probably be the the toughest thing for me to move especially like if i were to say retire somewhere because i know mm-hmm. you know as you get older it's kind of you, you your brain is less elastic <laughs> so, yeah um it'd be tougher to learn a, a whole new language at an older age yeah so so maybe like matt you're if you were to move with the girls it'd be they could pick up the language fairly easily so oh, probably. Yeah. No. Younger. Um, my, uh, so my niece is, um, her name's Olive and she's, uh, she will be bilingual. I assume she's already starting to learn words cause jazz is, um, she speaks Spanish natively. And so, um, my mom has been, she's been, you know, uh, what's that app? Duolingo. She's been, um, she's got like something like 600 consecutive days of, of like, so she's been, she's been trying really hard to learn Spanish because she wants to nice. be able to talk to her and oh, in Spanish. Cool. And I was like, that's fucking metal mom. Mom, if you're listening, that's fucking metal. Like good on you. Um, anywho, you guys want to get into the episode or what? Yeah. Let's take a break and, and travel the world real quick. BRB. T-T-Y-L. When Mother Nature casts her golden spell beckoning you to connect, 
a morning's drive will take you to the Northeast's longest and most spectacular fall experience. Explore world-renowned museums and galleries, tour century-old great camps, and enjoy festive events. Spoil yourself in New York State's unspoiled Adirondacks. Begin your getaway at GoLakes.com. Welcome back. Feel free to drop us a line at qualifiednonsense at gmail.com or connect with us on our socials. So I've got a pretty serious question to ask you guys. Um, I guess to start with, when you shower, well, gen- do you shower or ba- bathe? Like take a bath? Shower. <laughs> I, assume you, I assume you shower because you're not like sultans or whatever (laughs) or a five-year-old um okay so the the question starts with do you use bar soap or do you use like uh like body wash and a lufta and a lufta good question um i uh i've been making my own soap for a while so i use bar soap Get the oh, fuck out of here, really? You're so you're basically <laughs> off the grid already. Holy shit. Yeah. I was so excited <laughs> well, to say like I I found bar soap that is all natural. God damn it, Brandon. I uh <laughs> well, on. I, I use <laughs> fuck you, Brandon, your high horse. to do it, so there's uh <laughs> I, it's not off the grid quite. I'm not okay. like not yet. I learned to do it after the voice the acting class that I did, and I won <laughs> trivia outright and I beat all these other people. Like it must be nice to have any kids to go hey. What other pursuits in life are you going to have? <laughs> it's no, after I taught I my cat I've how to juggle. Soap on here before, but uh, so um, yeah, that's I, I actually really forgot about that because you because you you gifted it like the last year or, or the year before. Um, so yeah, how do you? I, mean, make, I don't do anything do make... fancy. I just make like just regular like unscented soap. So. Do but you do the just for, it's just and, the byproduct and... of the teens that he has to melt down that he yeah do you, do you do the the Fight Club thing or you go sneak into liposuction plants and, and uh, plants no I would just take it from Clinics. myself and it'd be a lot thinner if I did that but <laughs> uh, no I <laughs> um Brandon. I I just you you do need a fat though and so I I use um coconut oil and olive oil. Nice. use both like I, I mix them a mixture of both and then yeah you just need lye uh which you, you can use um drain cleaner which sounds bad but anyway uh and <laughs> yeah, then uh <laughs> yeah it does <laughs> that is the part to soap uh, making that's like kind of toxic right y- yeah you you got to be kind of careful with that because you're i mean you could yeah burn your skin or eyes or whatever but uh, you know, do it in a well-ventilated area, all that. So you just mix lye with the fat and then heat it up. And then, you know, once it bubbles, blah, 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 it heats up. And then you dump it out into whatever mold you want. And then, then you can use it. Huh. Well, that's very, do you do, do you do scents? Have you gotten like, uh, um... no, no. no. I just... Um, do you let yours age? um to get like, harder because i have a, I have a friend that makes it and she actually has a side business and she was always trying to 
you know, I was like, oh, soap making, that sounds something that's kind of interesting to me. Uh, but she's like, yeah, you got to have patience for it because you got to let your bricks age. Yeah, you're supposed to let them age for a while. Like the, the longer they age, the harder they get. But um, I don't know. I, I start. <laughs> I started me too, which you would Same. think intuitively it'd be the opposite, but yeah, uh, they, <laughs> um, yeah I wish. Um, no, they Just uh, don't give that soap any whiskey. That's like pushing rope, <laughs> <laughs> playing handball against the drapes. Uh, <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> the uh, you're ready to use the soap after, I mean, 24 hours. It's fine to use. Oh, okay. I heard like six weeks is kind of the magic number. I, I mean, like I'm not trying time. to like sell it or anything. So I'm just, you know, using it for myself. So, but How I mean, I, have like, you, when was the last time you bought soap? Um, I mean, we buy like dish soap and things. So like, I don't make that, but. Uh, well, right. You know, but no, body, I, I body didn't need like all soap. Yeah. Body soap. When was um, the last time? I don't know. It's probably been a year or more. I don't know. Nice. Well, good for you. I'm, Hopefully, I'm... it doesn't. You know, you can't tell with your nose that it's been that long. But yeah, <laughs> Chris is like from the other room. It's been three hundred and seventy-two <laughs> days. The plant behind Brandon is just like draping. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, so bard soap that you made by yourself, fucking la di da. Okay, Matthew, what about you? Uh, bar soap, but I and this is this is where I feel like I was a champion, but now it really doesn't sound like it. Um, so Doctor Squatch, right? I think we're all familiar with Doctor Squatch. Mm-hmm. I originally bought the three bar kind of thing, and it was is expensive for what it was. It was like forty bucks. It's like, oh, geez, okay. Three bars of soap. I was like, eh, whatever. So I did some research, and I, I found out the company that does the white label for them called The Soap Guy, and I can buy 12 bars for 30 bucks versus three. So I've been doing that. I just buy them wholesale, and you can get What like, is the white label? Which is, the, is that like a co-pack type thing or like somebody who makes it for them? Or? Yeah, yeah. So like it's a company that makes it, and Dr. Squatch just brands it. Uh, I mean, obviously, you can't buy the dr squatch brands through this guy but he has feminine masculine and then just random scents as well so yeah i mean do they smell like a beach shop sometimes yeah but i really Mm. enjoy them and yeah the soap guy check him out nice that's like um uh like uh uh, the mr clean magic eraser is just <clears throat> like if you look up melamine foam. Yeah, it's just a melamine foam. Yeah, yeah. You can you can buy that in like packs of a hundred for like five bucks or something on Amazon, rather than like twelve bucks for a two pack of the magic erasers. Yeah, which it's, is just, oh. which is dumb. <laughs> yeah, which is why yeah, like when you're looking at things, um, I don't know. Like I've talked about it before. I I take psyllium husk now, which is metamucil, but um there's a company out there called colon broom which that's the active ingredient but you get like a thing and it's like you get 12 ounces for 60 bucks or you could like i bought one and a half pound powder for 17 all right just look at the active ingredients right 
No. Uh, Jake uh, Bar or Liquid? I have gone back and forth over the time, but uh, m- more recently I've used Bar, um, and I get the. I, I have I have um, gotten various pretty horrible bars in the past based on price, and I would always like to think that I would get something that was a little bit crunchier, but <clears throat> or like natural, but they're so expensive, and I'm kind of like, eh. Is my body worth it? No. Um, so I'm going to send you a link after this, Jake. Great. Or I no, guess there's, I'd, I'd there's a powdered soap as well. Soap comes in powdered form. <laughs> use that. Jake just showers with barkeepers, friend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wait, actually, speaking of powdered soap, do you guys remember in like elementary schools or whatever, there would be those like those. Yeah. Powdered soap. You like push up to get. Yeah, the, push up, you know, and yeah. it would like. It would, uh, it would I, take I've been a layer talk- of skin off. I was like, oh man, remember <laughs> that to some to my colleague who's our age, and he's like, he's like, that must be a Pacific Northwest thing. I was like, no, dude, it, I'm sure it wasn't, but he's like, I've never heard of that, and so I, I need to start asking around. But I was like, I feel I felt like a crazy person, so I'm really glad you guys remember it. <clears throat> um, but yes, I use I use bar soap. Um. And so the follow-up question to that, I'm glad we all use bar, bar soap because we can talk about this subject. Um, how do you <laughs> use it? My family doesn't listen, so yep, I put I put it on my balls. Okay. Um, <laughs> Brandon, how do you... Do my, you... My, my wife and I actually used separate showers, so uh, <laughs> I have... Um, she she doesn't like the shower that's in our room, so she uses the hall shower. So, um, uh, I, yeah, I just I use it without a washcloth. And and, and do you, you use it on your body, the bar on yes. your body? Yeah. Okay, I do too. But I've recently heard that that people are like, "That's fucked up. Why would you do that?" And they lather it in their hands and then use their hands to put it on their body. So I do know with bar soap, it makes it go away quicker. Like you, you use up the bar quicker if you're like using it as friction on your body versus lathering. Oh, interesting. Because um, there is like care techniques that people have for their bar bar soaped and, and shit like that. Uh, but I just don't care. I was like, whatever. <laughs> interesting. Yeah. Anyway, well, that's all. I, also, I, it's just another piece of laundry to have like a, you know, a washcloth or whatever. That's true. That's a good point. I, well, and so that was the thing with when I did use liquid body wash. So for one thing, it's got to be in a container. So you're you're like creating trash or like recycling yeah, or whatever. The luftas get all thrown out in the ocean anyway. They get fucked up anyway. But yeah, but I do like the the exfoliation that can occur with like a with like a lufta or like a you know like whatever the plastic version is um loofah oh you're right i'm thinking loofah is the thing and then i'm thinking lufthansa lufthansa (laughs) i had a a plastic one for or a silicone one for a while that was like you know reusable or whatever yeah or you could just use uh uh like uh, the gojo stuff that car mechanics use like you know what i'm talking about that has the beads the, the orange beads in it yeah it's oh, like a mixture yeah. between oh, liquid oh, yeah, yeah, and powder yeah. soap. Yeah, that's got yeah, it's got like uh, grit to it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Interesting. Well, that's my that, that that's <laughs> the extent of my question. I'm glad we cleared that up. So, uh I have a question that uh we talked about um bad first dates a couple episodes ago. So, I was just wondering what was your first date like with your spouse? Bad. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I mean, mine was like honestly, it was. Uh, I don't want to say awkward, but it or unnerving, or it was. I mean, we met online, right? So I had no context of the person, um, and it turned out to be pretty great. But I was really nervous going into it, um, just because I was like, "Oh man, how like how do I tell this person if I'm not into them?" Like or what if she thinks I'm awkward? Like, does she just go to the bathroom and leave and leave me high and dry? <laughs> um, but it was, it was, it was actually really nice. What did you guys do? We went to the McMinimins in St. John's, uh, sat outside, had a beer. Um, and I was actually asked to stay late from to, at work that day. And I was like, I have a day. And I was about ready to like cancel. So I'm glad that I didn't. Nice. You remember which beer you got? Uh, unremarkable one. I don't know. Nice. I think. <laughs> uh, I think we we shared some tots or something along those. Did lines. you propose on this date? Nice. Did you? Yes. Yeah. Nice. Day one. That's beautiful. What about you um, guys? I um. <clears throat> excuse me unfortunately anna and i never went on a a date a first date and so i don't remember what just straight to marriage or yeah it was pretty much straight to marriage no we were in a acting program together and uh and it was um it was um like really intensive and so we were we were like 22 young adults um like that spent like 16 hours a day with each other and we were warned at the beginning of the program not to fuck each other. And, um, and, and everyone's like, yeah, okay. And then no one listened. And, um, but we were told that it would like really mess up the dynamic of the ensemble or the group if, if we did. And so there were a couple of people that dated, but like not in secret. And it, and it did turn into a mess. And Anna and I eventually started dating, but, it, we kept it secret for like months. So, um, so that was weird. <clears throat> and so anyway, we, we didn't really go on a date because we sort of like secretly hooked up and then secretly like we're seeing each other exclusively. So how romantic. Yeah. Really beautiful stuff. <laughs> so it was like not necessarily a no fraternizing policy, but yeah it was hardly a policy because because they yeah they they definitely i I think the thing is like they knew it was going to happen especially with actors like actors are so weird and horny so they um they they end up hooking up anyway whether you tell them to or not or i mean could you argue that it's i mean you know when they say like don't date people you work with but i feel like that's with any industry that you go to i mean I don't want to say that acting is isolating, but you guys are there so much of the time that it's like, how would you not find love in a hopeless place, according to Rihanna? Yeah. I I would also say that, like... Oh, oh, go ahead. I was going to say, I think with acting, like, you're making yourself kind of more vulnerable, and um, I I think you have to trust 
each other a little bit more than you do with a you know let's say an, an office job yeah um and you work kind of more intimately with with people than um you know just working in a cubicle or working at a grocery store or whatever you know it's uh yeah i, I would say both of those things big time but then also another big one that i'm probably more cynical about than others but like actors like bread and butter is fantasy it's like it's like pretend and it's also like a lot of acting gigs are like <clears throat> yeah i mean kind of what you're saying brandon is like intimate moments and i don't care how good of an actor you are like young actors especially but pretty much all actors they like the the lines get blurry between like acting romantically and being intimate with people like it just comes like because you have to do it on stage and potentially you have to do it like many times over it's just really easy to do and that's why i think actors and celebrities specifically actors like get married and divorced all the time because like they're always sort of on the verge of like having sex with each other <laughs> like so what's your ex so what what is is anna really in love with you or is she still pretending She's okay. oh, she's still pretending okay. for sure. Okay. But she's uh, a great actor, so she's in it for the long haul. She's a method actor. <laughs> no, I I don't know. I, and and I'm sure that's a a part of that is colored by my my um sort of uh what is it like? I mean, do you think do you can you could you could you argue though like when we when we were doing it um our our levels of of maturity like especially when me and Brandon stopped our levels of maturity were not necessarily where they probably should have been. We're like, Oh, we, we did a scene with this person and we were supposed to be in love. Of course we're in love. So the, I mean, the further you got into your programs or is it the opposite? Uh, no, I think, <clears throat> no, I think with maturity comes, you know, cause um, yeah, with maturity, like with real life maturity comes a level of maturity that you can bring to a professional environment. But but it's not void of that feeling. I think there's a uh, there's a level of that feeling that um that sticks around. And, and and you know, yeah, I think Brandon maybe you're you're right like you you spend so much time with these people. It's hard not to get um you know, sort of like emotionally invested. And if you respect like the other thing is like if you if you um see someone act and you're an actor you see someone or even not even act like direct, um, do some, some other element of, um, like artistic creation. And you really respect that. There's like a weird level of attraction that comes with that. And then to be able to emotionally separate those things, like compartmentalize, I think is just like a challenging thing for humans to do, but then actors, especially because they're all emotionally vol volatile. When, performers i think are attention seekers so people who people who you know <clears throat> oh you know they'll, they'll latch on to somebody who's paying attention to them or giving them yep. any sort of yep affection or any uh, you know any positive attention so i think there there's that as well going on i think that's absolutely real so that's where you could meet your potential next spouse to go on a first date show them attention <laughs> show an actor an attention <laughs> Circle oh, back yeah. to the... <laughs> They love that shit.
Just take anybody flowers at the end of any performance and they'll be in your uh, melt in your palm. <laughs> Brandon, what about you? Um, like Matt, my wife and I uh, met online on uh, OkCupid and <clears throat> um, we met first in a coffee shop in Hillsboro, Oregon. Wait, um, did you drink coffee at that time? Yeah. Huh. Didn't you not drink coffee for a long time? Uh, yeah, yeah. There was a long time, like oh, okay. into my early adulthood. I'm sorry, I, did I didn't mean to coffee, derail. Please but... continue. <laughs> um. And yeah, we just talked for a while. I I couldn't get a very good read on her, so I had to go to the bathroom. And so I got up and I, before I went to the bathroom, I was like, you can leave if you want. I just <laughs> told her that. <laughs> and, uh, um, and this is how you owe her my And she's still here. I was just giving her an out because I, I couldn't really tell um, if she liked me very much or not. And so she will still tease me about that, that I told her. That, you know, she could oh yeah on her. <laughs> that's great but, i'm glad she wow. i'm glad she holds on to that a little bit <laughs> yeah but um yeah so we um yeah just met a, a little... you should tell her that from time to time like when you get up to like from the living room be like you uh you, you could leave, leave if you want, want. <laughs> you're free to go anytime i'm not keeping you prisoner <laughs> Just, just just have a backpack by the door. <laughs> you can you can go if you want. There's the door. <laughs> uh, uh, good. I like that. Oh, it's so blissful. Marriage. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, since we've talked about. Uh, our bathing habits, our first uh-huh. dates, and what our things with our spouses are. Let's keep this trend going up and down. Um, let's assume we're all going to have a midlife crisis. Oh, jeez. What is your What is your perfect midlife crisis look like? Uh, I don't like. I, uh, what upping exactly the volume of a... soap you make. <laughs> 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 Well, finally like, get that exactly Etsy shop going. Is a midlife crisis like what is what is uh, that's subjective? How do you define that? I love that you're asking for further definition of this. It's it's subjective. What do you? I mean, like... I, I I know like people throw it around like, oh, he's going through a midlife crisis. He bought a, a sports car or whatever. Like, but is it like somebody you're you're trying to like grasp on to what remaining youth you have or? Is I mean I think it could I be it could, it could also be argued that from... you're you know you're evolving as a person right you're changing mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. changes well I think the idea is that there's a crisis happening and so yeah. in order to either mask the crisis or um or confront the crisis you're you're doing something to to battle it or confront it maybe i shouldn't so use the I word think, crisis you're having well, no, a midlife I, you're mid- midlife blossoming Ooh, blossoming. <laughs> well I, I think a crisis 
Man of yeah, Oz. That's a thing. That's a thing. <laughs> Is it a thing? Sure. Oh. Okay. I don't know. Could be. Well, um, I think that for me, it's kind of funny because when we do these hypotheticals, I have to think in two different camps. And I know you do too, Matt. Um, because we we think about like, you know, if it were just me or if it was my family. And because I think my, I think my like perfect midlife crisis would be like doing what we talked about earlier, which was like sort of like going off grid or like going like super, super remote. But like, that would just be, that would just be like the definition of torture for every one of my family members. So like, that's (laughs) not friendly to do. (laughs) Like I wouldn't do that to them. Um, And so I think it would probably be, I, I honestly it would probably like a midlife, like a, like a super, uh, uh, midlife crisis thing. But it has to be perfect. What is the perfect? Not just like, oh, I think I'm in a pinch. Like what would it, if you had the opportunity to be like, it's my time to do whatever I want. Uh, maybe, maybe relocate to Costa Rica or Mexico or something. Probably Costa okay. Rica. And then like. Oh, Anna would. Uh, luckily, Anna, I think, stopped listening to these. But like, get a bed and breakfast in Costa Rica, and like, learn get Spanish. A wife. And... And... No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that would probably be part of it, right? If you know. No, no, it'd be taking that, taking the whole fam down. Because we, for our honeymoon, we went to Costa Rica, and we've been wanting to go back, and we think we're going to go back in a couple years, um, with the boys and. We're looking forward to that. But I keep being like, oh, we should get like a hotel down there or like a little bed and breakfast. And she's like, that sounds fucking miserable. I'm like, yeah, but it'd be fun in Costa Rica, though. She's like, get out of here. Is um, are, are you kind of more spontaneous than Anna is? Is she? Yes, 100%. I hate planning mm-hmm. things like I'm I'm almost incapable of planning things. And she's mm-hmm. a planner to like through and through. So. We either compliment each other really well or drive each other crazy. And by drive each other crazy, like when planning occurs, like she does a lot of the planning and she gets like understandably frustrated that I don't contribute more. And then when the plan comes to fruition, I'm like, ooh, this is fun. Thanks. But like the inverse of that is like me being like, hey, let's let's go to dinner tonight instead of doing what we were planning to do. And she's like, uh, um, <laughs> Yeah, so it's it's just basically like both bad for Anna. <laughs> <clears throat> I think uh, my perfect midlife crisis is uh, being the kind of guy who gets like really into fitness and uh, like nice. the middle aged guy driving all like your friends starts, away, like, working out furiously, and then like, <laughs> who wants to go on a forty mile hike today or whatever? Like, uh, nice. <laughs> They were like, like hey, Brandon, our fortieth is coming up. What do you want to do? You're like, oh, I want to go back to Arizona and do this uh, healing uh, circle or whatever. <laughs> nice. Or, yeah, like, like oh, who yeah, wants you to... don't want to do fortieth in Vegas? <laughs> who wants to do a yeah, ten k for whatever? Yeah, I, I want to do the whole stretch of the Appalachian Trail. What? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, guys, a... weekend. We're gonna go <laughs> hike. The... <laughs> guys, eight weeks. <laughs> I think that's like yeah. at least a, a healthy way to approach it, right? To say, you know, if I was going to be facing something bad 
or something conflict or something challenging, what would I do? And you, you, you would obviously choose something that's healthy. Yeah. I don't know. I, I'm just saying like, that would be my ideal midlife crisis is to be, yeah. One of the, those weird ripped old guys. <laughs> Hell yeah. Cool. You should. Why not? Just start now. <laughs> yeah, yeah midlife. Stop, we're here. Stop sitting According around on this doctor, podcast. I probably should start now, but oh no! <laughs> <laughs> I think we've all been told that at this point. Uh, yeah, I think. Uh, I don't know. I think if mine would be, uh, I don't know, buy a catamaran and go live on a boat somewhere and just be anchored offshore enough that nice. Yeah, I like that. Can... I, I thought about sailboat, but yeah. I definitely don't want a sailboat. Uh, no? You don't no. want all that work? No, because that means you'd have to have people around to help you, and I don't know. You get one of those small ones, one-man ones. Yeah. I don't, yeah. Either that or go just live in a cabin somewhere and yeah. kill an elk every two years and, yeah, or a moose. Good. Yeah. I don't know. The the like the older I get, the more tranquil uh, I want to be. Yeah, I want to sit on the on a porch in a wood rocking chair with a pipe and a shotgun. Just yeah, I know. Like just waiting maybe... to see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You guys want to be like the start of like an action movie where it's yeah. like a guy like chopping I've wood retired. in the forest, and then a yeah, helicopter yeah, yeah, yeah. comes down and like yeah, <laughs> we need you for Time. one more mission. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Perfect. Oh man, that's me. Yeah, that's what my, I. I want my midlife crisis to be having been served a uh, a full career in the CIA and then be retired, but then also be asked back for one last mission. It reminds. I just that's what my midlife crisis to be. I just rewatched not too long ago the Last Stand with Arnold Schwarzenegger. It was like Arnold Schwarzenegger and Johnny Knoxville, and it was mm-hmm. this old this uh like death row inmate. Uh, contraband guy who was passing through their town and he was one of those like oh we need you one more time he's like let's go it's like oh that would be fun so to be like good i love those tropes <laughs> i love that i love that storyline it's like why would he come through smallton usa he wouldn't go here he'd go straight through phoenix <laughs> that would be fun anyway that was just uh i was just curious where to find you guys in a couple years yeah <laughs> I'll be out. Uh, I'll be clanging and banging in the Iron Church. Nice. Oh, yeah. I like that. Clanging. <laughs> 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 all right. Well, I think that's been an episode. So uh, thank you all for listening. <laughs> Brandon has to go get it. a. He has to go get a session. <laughs> Send any questions or comments to qualifiednonsense at gmail dot com or hit us up on our socials found in the episode description. Don't forget to rate, review, share, like, and subscribe on your podcast app of choice. If you haven't already, please check us out on Patreon at patreon.com slash qualifiednonsense and sign up for just five bucks a month to help us keep the lights on and get some bonus content while you're at it. We'll see you back here next Wednesday for another brand new episode of Qualified Nonsense. Well, thanks for tuning in, everybody. Bye, brother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs>